0: You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Avram Kipolevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. So we're right here on the first page. Rab Chagai Omar, B'shem Rabbi Shmuel Bar Nachman. There's a lot of things that are based on oral traditions. The Nemru Dvarim Sheviksav. And of course, there's Tanakh. There's things which are clear psukim, things that we put in our mezuzah, things that we put in our tefillin. The Einon Uyodin Ezemeyan Chaviv. Which one is more, and this is a hard word to translate, which one is more beloved? Which one means the most? Right? Like Sophie's choice. It's hard. Which one is it? Ella? Let's take a look at a Pasek in Parshish Kisisa. When Moshe Rabbeinu goes up uh, to get the second luchos and the reestablishment, the rapprochement, the re-relationship, the new relationship that on new terms between God and Jewish people that's lasted us till today, God says, Why does he have to say that? Alpi. Alpi sounds like something that's oral. Chada Amra, you know what you see from there? Osin Shebepech Avivan. The Krisas Bris, the thing that's going to keep us together, that's going to make it happen, that there isn't going to be any threat to destroy us anymore. The thing that's going to keep Klau whole, that there isn't going to, the Bris, it's Alpi. It's based on the fact that there's all these oral traditions that you need to learn and study and figure out and wonder and work on and go to uh, uh, Rebbe to find out about. That's where the bris is. And, and therefore, it's more Chaviv, because that's what really ties us up. And again, statements like this have been crucial when we've had reform, Karites, and others who have said that Torah Shabbalpeh is phony, is, 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 is an invention, I'm not a rabbinic Jew. Again, the Krisas Bris, what really uh, cements and, and permeates the covenant that we have with God is Torah Shabbalpeh. Of course, you're going to say, of course, the Gemara is saying that because they are the uh, they are the kings of Torah Shabbalpeh. Still, it's important for us to hear that. Rabbi Yochan of Rabbi Yudin, Be'i Rabbi Shimon. There's a machlokas. Rabbi Yochan of Rabbi Rabbi Shimon. Chadomar, the way to say this is like this. Im shamarta mashah bepeh, vishamarta mashah you need shmira on both. You have to be shomer. That means, not like the high school kids say, but shomer means that and more. I have to learn it and study it and keep it you keep both then ani that's what the busing means al p meaning al that's tarshab al Hadvarim advarm is tarshab iksav it's a combination now like we saw before from Rav, Rav, Rav shmuber of Rav according to one of these mandamrim it's a double the Krisas bris is a combination the imlav ani Kharna amar the other one said imshamar tamasha beper tarishabop needs shmira it needs guarding remembering reviewing bikayamta mashe b'ksav, and Torah biksav is kium it's different shmira for tarishab alper kium for Torah biksav then Atamakabal kabal that's the way you're going to get Skar and get to om and get what you need Rabbi Shulman Levi Amar, if you take a look at the Pusik in Dvarim, where it says in Parshas Akev, it says, "Aleim kekol Dvarim asher diber Hashem imachem." That was what was on the on the luchos. Moshe Rabbeinu describes the qualities. Excuse me, Rabbi, where are you? Where are you now? I'm on page one, but I'm looking now, Henoch, at the pasuk the way it's quoted in full. by Chaim Kanievsky's beer on the bottom, so I'm first going to read you a section of the Pusach, and then go back upstairs to the Yerushalmi itself. I'm like doing Rashi, so to speak. Thank you. What was on the luchos? Moshe told the people at the end of forty years. What was on those first luchos was. Everything that you had heard from God. Kikol, Hadvarim, Asher, So there's three extra letters here: there's Vav of Aleim, the Kuf in Kikol, and the He in Hadvarim. So now let's go back to the actual text again. Aleem, Aleim should. Why does it say v'alayim? Alayim is enough. Remshulam and Levi Amar. Alayim is enough. Why does it say v'alayim? Kol is enough. Why does it say kikol? Dvarim is enough. Why does it say hadvarim? So those three extra letters, I don't know why specifically those, but that would be the, the letter vav, the letter kuf, and the letter uh, hey tells you that there's extra things in the luchos. What's that? Mikra, Mishnah, Talmud, Agada, All of that, in some way, is in the luchos. Masha Talmud Vosik Osid Even the Chiddush of the good student today, maybe tonight, one of you, are going to be that Talmud Vosik. Whatever what you're going to tell me, Pshat, in your Shalmi Peya or Talmud Bavli, all of that was already Kvar Nemro Moshe Sinai, and was already hinted at or perhaps written in some mystical way in the original Luchas. That's what the extra letters indicate that don't think the Torah is only the Taryag and the, and the Pentateuch and what's in there. It's, it's got everything in there. You just got to find it. Matam, what's the proof for such an idea? The Pasek and Koheles. Yesh tavar sheyomer odom. You might have a new thing in Torah where the person will say, Re'ezeh Hadash, I come up with a Chiddush. I have a new Chiddush of the Machlokas, the Tzos and the sivus. The end of the Pesach says, Ah, who asher diber? <laughs> who asher diber kvar? It was, there's nothing new. The Pesach Goelis says, It's already there. It's already there. And therefore, um, that's what the Pesach Goelis means. Any Chiddush you say was probably already part, if it's true, it's a good Chiddush, it's already been part of Torah. Um, they say that the Kotzker uh, they brought up the Vilnagon to the Kotsker, to the Menachem Mendel of Kotsk. And the Vilna, and the Menachem Mendel said, when he heard the Vilnagon's name, he said, Aganif, Aganif. Aganif? There was nobody, the Vilnagon had nothing to do with the world almost at all. How could he could call him a Ganif? He wasn't a businessman. He wasn't involved. aghanif They asked him, how could you call the a Vilna- ganef? He said, because... Everything he says, like, from Isha. he was sitting there, but it's like he had an ear. He had, he had Harsini bugged. He knew everything that was over there. And everything that he said is almost Sigagandam from the original Tyra. That's what, again, that's a typical Kutskavart. Get you startled and then tell you that incredible truth of what that means. We should all be good Ganovim like that. Next. That's the end of the Pasikinkohelas. That's the way it's always was, back in the original Torah, and even going back to maybe before the creation of the world. la when you come up with a Chiddush. Rab Zayra Basham Shmuel said, Ain when you want to learn stuff, you want to here means analyze and come up with an extraction and a parallel. You want to, uh, you want to apply the principle to something new. You can't do that min halachot. From halachal Moshe it's like in stone. It is what it is. You can't extract an idea. That's all. You can't use logic. Okay, lo min And you also can't. If there's an agadita, don't make a big deal out of it. Don't make a tremendous principle that you're going to apply everywhere. Agadot are mystic. They're, they're in a way, in some ways, unclear and they can mean 10 different things and maybe they're meant to mean 10 different things to 10 different people. So don't start extracting from the Agadot. And, the Vilna Gon changes the girsa here, Lomenato Seftaot. There are brightest that didn't make it in the Mishnah and are not considered uh, authentic. Don't try to use a braita either, Rabzerah uh, said in the name of Shmuel. Those Breitos are interesting, but some of them are really uh, flawed and you can't extract an idea from there and apply it somewhere else. El-minat <laughs> Talmud. From the Gemara and what the Gemara does and you understand it, then you can paskin, as Ramosha Feinstein constantly did <laughs> from the Gemaras itself. Because the Gemara is what is, is clear. The Gemara analyzes. The Gemara puts the two things together and comes out with the Rav chadishmaita Then you're allowed to take from the Gemara's Psak and parallel it to something else that's going on. Tony Rav Tachlifa Ben-Shol. Hmm. Is that true? That you can't learn, Shmuel said you can't learn from Lacham O'Shem Isinai. What about the Lokhomosh O'Shem that started us off on this tangent? Remember, I, I mentioned in the beginning of the shear. What was that talking about? That was talking about the two types of wheat. Okay, that was the Locha Moshe Misine. We saw that in the Mishnah. Nochem Alavler said that he heard it that from Rav Mesha, said in the name of his father going back to the Nevi'im to the Moshe Rabbeinu, that the two types of wheat that's dependent on the farmer, of what he's planting. What would be that Locha Bartachlifa Bar taught? He came to the base meddersh and said, the same way we have a locha about chitim, which we're saying is a lochah moshe I'm going to attach that and apply it to two types of barley brown and white wheat, meat, brown and white barley. The same law applies, two types of peya if you decide to make two gronos out of it. Okay. Doesn't that sound like, right? Doesn't that sound like something new? So, there, I guess you could give an answer and say, well, wheat was part of the, maybe barley was too. It was a grain. All right. What about this question? Atanina, and we have another price that says, Hamachlik Bitsalem. Now, remember, peya is on the only on some vegetables. A vegetable that is going to last and that can be and that can last, you have to give paya. But a vegetable, like a carrot or something like that, that doesn't, that really cannot last for a long time, there's no din peya. So when it comes to onions, which can last pretty well, although we got a bunch of onions that are uh, from Pesach that, that aren't in such great shape right now, but onions can be uh, stored. And therefore, it's 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 to it, it, it be considered chayiv and for an onion patch. So let's say a person has onions growing, and he sees that some of them are wetter and some are drier. And in his mind, he says, "A lachim He says, "You know what? Those wet ones, I am just going to get those out." onto the trucks or onto the donkeys and get them into the market, I'm not going to do what I usually do in the process. on the chayimuvation, Lagorin, And the dry ones, he processes normally. So in that din, what do we say? We say that he has to take paya twice, hmm, even though they're both onions. So is lachamemar? Are you going to tell me that Shuk and Gorin was part of the halacha? I get it with the two barley's. That maybe the halacha Moshe We don't have the exact language on the tape recorder. It was grain. It was the sum of the five grains, and they thought it was wheat, and then it was wheat plus barley. Wheat and barley the same thing. But don't where's the onions come in, right? Yeah, it was about wheat. Okay, chitim really means barley as well. I don't mean onions. And over here, it's not like brown and white onions. It's it's wet and dry, uh, wet and dry onions. How did that come from the alocha moshe mizsinai? Right? Are you going to tell me alocha biyodan and they forgot? The Waqum was really much it had a bunch of statements in it and you forgot that part that sounds strange the only thing you, that you would say is that you can extract from it the same way you can extract a principle from Talmud you can extract a principle from Waqum Shem Sinai which goes against what Shmuel said Rabbi Khanina bShem Shmuel said another psaq from Shmuel Ain lemade min if you hear a person giving a psaq you can't, if you didn't ask him exactly why he gave it, you can't say, oh, uh, the rough Paskin that way to, to that person yesterday. Now you're going to apply it. You need to know all the details. You cannot extract the idea just because you heard the psock, unless it was very detailed why and you knew about the people involved. And even even if you don't, if you didn't speak to the place and get his rationale, you can't just say, I heard this psock, I'm going to apply it somewhere else. And Even if you see a Rav doing something for himself, you can't say, oh, that must be the halacha. Could be he was being machmer more than he had to. Could be there was a special kula that he had that was applicable to him because of a health condition. So again, you can't learn from a hoi you can't learn from a misa. Amar tamar? where do you say you can't learn from a or a Rov, where what the Rov did or the psak that happened is not too logical. It goes against the grain of normative thinking. Barim Bahud de Sovar, Ovad, right? But if it's something, if it was logical, maybe you could learn from it. Amarle, no. Bain savar, bein lo sovar. That's not the way to look at it. Whether it's logical or illogical. Even if it's logical, bahaki de pliege. If there's a machlokas about this issue, so what would be the din? Then you could say he went... Oh, it was going like that other Mande Yomar. de if there's no machlokas about it, if there's no machlokas, then whether it's logical or not, you can paskin based on the actions that the Rav took. If there's a machlokas about it, so then you could say, it's got a, there's two sides to it, and it's been argued about. But if no one has ever mentioned it and no one has said that there's any machlokas about it, there you can learn from what someone did, even though we never explained it. So this is a very interesting piece of Gemara about what you're able to do methodically and intellectually from material that you know and how you can apply it. And that has to do with halachos and actions and psakim and what you see people doing. Okay. Next, Mishnah. Sada Shekatsru Goyim. Okay. Peya is about Reish's Kitsirchah. Peya is about being kotzer. Beginning the harvest. And when you begin to harvest, leave over a 60th, Chazal tell us, of the total field for the Aniyim. Now let's say it was harvested by non-Jews through goyim. Now we'll see in the Gemara why are they there, <laughs> right? Why are they doing it, right? We're going to see if, right? So as the Rav Chaim Kanievsky says here, they're doing it for themselves, <laughs> right? Um, in other words, the goyim are basically coming to steal. That's what's going on. The goyim are coming into your field to try to steal your stuff, and then the baba bus comes, right? Uh, and then the baba bus gets there. And they leave the stuff that they that they cut. So sader shekatsru goyim, the goyim were trying to rip you off. You run out with the shotgun and they run away, but your field has been harvested. Or shekatsru listim. These guys are Jews. These are Longi uh guys. These are the Mayor Lansky nicks. These are the guys. These are the guys. The the, the hoods. The Jewish hoods are coming, and what are they doing? They're being kotzer. so they did Katsira on your field. Or karsamu nimalim, the ants, digging from the uh, digging from the ground upward, took care of it. Shavrosu aruach, the twister came, and and, and, and and in a sense harvested the field. Obehem, our animals came and ripped all of them up, and all those cases. What's the din? Even though you would say, oh, do you need to take peya? The stuff is still here. You can salvage some stuff. Do you need to leave over 60th? No, Petura. There's no ketsira. It wasn't done by you. It was done by Goyim. It was done by Listim. It was done by animals. What about Ketzir of a V'Ketzirah Listim Chetzirah. Let's say you did a half and you leaving over you're going to leave over stuff at the end of the field and you start near your farmhouse and you start being kotzer, you get halfway through and then uh, Murder Incorporated chebra come in and they start being coacher to try to steal the other half. The kotzer listim chetzia p'tura. Why? Because choves ha-kotzer bekama When you did the first half near your house, right, you're thinking, I'm going to leave over the stuff near the street. So that's where the payer was, right? So you were planning on that being the payer. But then what happened? The listing came and cut everything, including the stuff that you had in mind to be the payer. So since the 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 of the the the, when you were doing katsira, it was chal on the comma, the stuff that's standing, and that was nixer by the listim, you don't have to give paya. Let's say it's the opposite. Katsur listim chetzia, the listim came first, and then you drove them off. Okay, the katsar chetzia, then you. Are here the other half? So then, and that, and you got the listim to run away. You, the stuff that you're being here needs to be a sixtieth of everything. You have to take peia off of the stuff that the listim dropped as well. No paya peia mimasha kotsar. I'm not sure if this. I, I think it means even the stuff that we, that the listim did. For sure, it means what you did. Let's say and instead of listim coming, mocharchetzia. So when you were doing katsira near your farmhouse, you were planning that the stuff near the near the um, street was going to be for the ani. But in the middle, what did you decide to do? You decided to sell the other half. Okay, and the guy who bought the other half owns the tvua. And he even owns, in a sense, the ground, and he owns the ground underneath it. You sold him half of the field, so Halokeach, the guy who buys it, is buying a field that has a chi of in it, because when 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 Reuven, let's say sold it to Shimon, and Reuven starts being kotzer, the the grain the grain that's growing near his house, he's already planning for the stuff near the street to be paya. And that's going to be paya for what he's being coats there right now. So when Shimon comes and buys the other 50%, he his Kenyan is not Chal on the paya. The paya was, even though it's in the same area of what he's buying, that part technically wasn't sold. And therefore the Shimon who bought it needs to take that section and give payah from it. No Saint payah. Lakol. He has to give payah even on what Ruvain still owns. Kotzer Chetzia, the Let's say he's kotzer half of it. Instead of selling it to Shimon, he's maktash it to the base HaMikdash. And now Shimon decides he's going to buy it from the Hectish. So Apodim a Gizbar, since the Gizbar just let it sit there, so even though it got into the Gizbar's hands for a while, it got into Hectish's hands, and if Hectish had worked on it, they wouldn't be chayv and Peya because pay is only chayv for a not, if it's grown by an individual, not by, not by or, or, or two individuals, but not by Hectish. But it was bought by Shimon, and Shimon is going to be it. So, who knows St. Pei Rabbi? The yes. Rabbi? Yes. Does Shimon have to take Mice of Shani and Truma? Yes. Okay. Because the Hectish people didn't finish it. It just stood in Hectish, growing for a while, hanging out there. Ruvain already was Kotzer 50%. Then he was maktish and gave the fifty percent of the field to Hektish. Now Shimon comes and is poted from Hektish, but the of Peya is in that fifty percent, and therefore when he buys it from Hektish, Hektish in a way, uh, right? Hektish in a way, if they had if they had been kotzer at all, maybe that would have been okay. But since it's now back in the hands of a regular Yisrael, he's got to give peya even on what Ruvein did and what Ruvain was code, sir. Thank you. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.